All right, the book of 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter number 4, 2 Timothy chapter number 4, and we'll continue uh, in this series. I believe this is uh, lesson number 4 or week number 4 uh, in this uh, series, Ministry Companions. As we look into 2 Timothy 4, uh, the Apostle Paul is coming to the end of his life, and uh, he mentions uh, at the close of this letter to Timothy, he mentions several people and even some groups of people, and we've looked at a, a few of these so far, and uh, we'll look at uh, one more uh, this evening. And as I was uh, studying some today and looking ahead uh, to the, the future lessons, I believe this is going to be very, very helpful to us uh, as we look at the different relationships uh, that co-laborers have together. Now, there's some good examples, many good examples in this series, uh, but there's some examples that we don't want to follow as well, and uh, we find in Paul's writings here uh, both sides of this. So let's look at our text again tonight, 2 Timothy chapter number 4, and we'll begin reading again in verse number 6 as we have in the previous weeks, and tonight we're going to read down to verse number 12. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me, for Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. Now tonight we're going to look in verse number 12 at the character of Tychicus. And now I prayed very much this afternoon that the Lord would help me say that name uh, the 45 times that I'm going to say it uh, tonight without... Uh, I don't mind mispronouncing it. I just don't want to say anything I shouldn't say. And so, uh, I, uh, so this man, Tychicus, and as we look in the Scripture, I think we, and I know I'm guilty of this, I think we um, many times we, we get too quick in our reading of the Scripture. And uh, there are times, and you know one of the things I like to do, I like to, to set aside a time to read a book of the Bible from the first chapter to the last chapter and get a, get a broad view of that book of the Bible. It'll really change perspective when you do that. Uh, but in, in, and when I do that, I don't take any notes. I just read from, from beginning to the end. Uh, but there are times that we need to get into the Scripture and then we need to dig a little deeper. I think we're going to find this man, Tychicus, was, an, was, was a remarkable man. If, if we had a church full of men like Tychicus, it would be a wonderful thing. I think we do have many who would fall in this category, and we're going to see some characteristics of this man tonight, but we're going to look at Tychicus, the faithful messenger, the faithful messenger. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, I pray as we look into the Word of God tonight, you'll help us. May the Spirit of God lead us, be our instructor, be our teacher, and Father, I pray that uh, as we look at these truths, may we uh, see the character of this man, may we see the role that he played in the ministry, may we see the role he played in his relationship with the Apostle Paul, and may we glean something from it that would help us serve you in a greater way. I pray that you bless your people tonight. Uh, may we learn something that will help us better serve you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, of course, we're going to get a glimpse of 
Paul's ministry, uh, really by going through all of these companions. Of course, the Apostle Paul uh, wrote several books of the New Testament, and he has a very broad ministry. Uh, but it's been amazing to me as I study this, as we go through these characters and in knowing what we're going to get to and having studied these men out, uh, each individual that we see here is going to give a different picture or snapshot of part of the Apostle Paul's ministry. And we're going to get an understanding of what made his ministry, uh, plus the power of God, of course, plus the hand of God, the human instruments that made the ministry of the Apostle Paul the Apostle Paul. We get a good, good glimpse of the cause of Christ. Um, I'm thankful for the Emmanuel Baptist Church. I'm thankful for all of those that co-labor uh, with me. The pastor doesn't do it by himself. Uh, you don't do it without the pastor. We all do it together. Uh, the, we need the, we need the uh, nursery workers. We need the uh, parking lot attendants. We need those that clean. We need those that do the music. Uh, we almost said we need the ushers, but we, yeah, we, need, we, need, we need the ushers too. And uh, we need everybody to, to help. But you know, we're just a part of the cause of Christ. All over this world, there are faithful Christians who serve the Lord where God has them. And they serve in the way that they can serve. Uh, they use the talents that God has given them. And when we're all faithful to do what it is that God has given us to do, faithful with the things that God has given us to use, uh, then the cause of Christ can grow, the cause of Christ can expand. Uh, I, I thank God for Christians all over the world. I thank God for pastors all over the, the world. Uh, I, have, I, I pray for, for, for preachers. I have a list of preachers that I pray for. Pray for. Some I've never met. Uh, some don't even like me, but I still pray for them. I, I'm being serious in that. I still pray for them uh, because it's important. The cause of Christ must go on. I say all that to say that we all have a, a, a unique role, and we're going to see this with the Apostle Paul. Now, God used the Apostle Paul, as you and I know, in a remarkable way. Uh, sometimes, maybe this is just me, maybe it's not you, but I read uh, of the life of the Apostle Paul and men like him and how God used them, and immediately uh, there's something inside of me that says, well, I could never do that, or I would never be used in that way. If that's not you, you need, you need a discussion with humility. Uh, at some point, uh, but uh, that's the way I feel. But then you see some of these characters, and you're like, oh, I can identify with them. Uh, that's something that I could do. And I want you to see that tonight, because tonight is very, very important. Of course, we've seen already uh, Demas, uh, who has forsaken Paul. Why? Because he loved this present world. Uh, he, he turned his back. He was everywhere Luke was mentioned, Demas was mentioned. They served together with the Apostle Paul. Now, Luke, we saw Luke. Luke was the faithful friend, the faithful companion. Uh, and then we saw John Mark, who Paul broke with, and Paul wouldn't take again on his missionary journey. But Barnabas saw something in him and invested in him. And now it comes to the end of his life, and Paul sees how John Mark has, has, has corrected himself, how John Mark has grown, and now he says he's profitable for the ministry. What a wonderful picture. We're going to see again tonight another great picture of a great servant of God. Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. Now, a casual glance at this chapter just seems, if we're not careful, well, he sent this person here, he's asking this one to come, and, and this one's going over here. We must look a little deeper into the life of 
Tychicus. Uh, the first mention of Tychicus is found in Acts chapter number 20. I want you to turn over there, uh, Acts chapter number 20. Uh, we'll look there, and then we're going to look in the book of Ephesians after that, but Acts chapter number 20, and we're going to look in verse number 1. Now, I want to draw some parallels from these different passages of Scripture. Paul has sent Tychicus, uh, as, he, as he writes from the prison cell, he is sending him to Timothy so Timothy can come to him. Timothy had responsibilities as a pastor. Timothy had a ministry. And isn't it wonderful that even in Paul, there's another little nugget here, even in Paul's dire need, he was still thinking about the work. Now, I need Timothy to come because I need to see, but I can't leave the work Lacking. Uh, well, I could preach on that. We, we, have, to put, we have to consider the work. Uh, but we find in Acts chapter number 20, I'll begin reading verse number 1, And after the uproar was ceased, Paul called unto him the disciples and embraced him and departed for to go to Macedonia. When he had gone over those parts and had given them much exhortation, he came into Greece. And there abode three months, and when the Jews laid wait for him as he was about to sail into Syria, he purposed to return through Macedonia. And there accompanied him into Asia, Sopater of Berea, and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus, and Secundus, and Gaius of Derbe, and Timotheus, and of Asia, Tychicus, and Trophimus. We find him on one of Paul's missionary journeys. Uh, Paul is getting ready to sail back to Syria, and we find that Tychicus is accompanying him. And then we also find... In the book of, uh, turn with me to the book of Ephesians, if you would, the book of Ephesians. And now we find him as a companion of Paul's. Okay, so we have established that. Paul is on a missionary journey. Paul is establishing churches. Uh, Paul is winning people to Christ. And he has this group with him. Uh, one of them is Tychicus. Now, uh, it, it would take a man of some caliber to be able to keep company with the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul was zealous. The Apostle Paul wasn't wasting any time. That's why he, he the whole, as I taught last week, when John Mark turned back, he said, I don't have time to mess with weak Christians. I've got a work that God's called me to do. Uh, we find if Tychicus is keeping with company with him, then he has got to have some of the same qualities and caliber as the Apostle Paul has. We can also draw this conclusion because when Paul is coming to the end of his life, he trusts Tychicus and he sends him so that Timothy can come to him and see him. Uh, we see uh, also in the book of Ephesians, <coughs> chapter number 6, look at verse 21 and verse 22. Verse 21 and verse 22. But that ye also may know my affairs. Of course, this is a book written to the, the church at Ephesus. But that ye may also know my affairs and how I do. Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that ye might know our affairs, and that he might comfort your hearts. Now, the same thing is mentioned in the book of Colossians, chapter number 4, verse 7 and 8. Uh, very, very similar verses of Scripture, which uh, there is two things that he is sending Tychicus the messenger to do. Uh, he is reporting on Paul's condition. Paul sends the letter to Ephesus, which we, we, we read the book of Ephesians. 
uh, Paul sends Tychicus to report to the churches of Paul's condition. Something you need to remember about the Apostle Paul, he was commissioned out of the local church, and he held himself accountable to the local churches that he started. He was never uh, outside of God's plan. Now, God used him to plant churches, but he kept himself accountable. And so he is sending Tychicus to give an account of, of himself, of Paul. How do we do this today? We have missionaries that we have commissioned out of our church. We have planted churches out of our church. How do we? We get the prayer letter. Uh, we get a, a report. Now, with all the media that you have, uh, you can get video, you can get audio, you can get all those things reporting back to the church. So Paul did not have a Twitter account. Paul did not have an email address. So Paul sent Tychicus. Now, Tychicus, was he not... A, a valuable laborer to Paul? Certainly he was. But Paul is sending him to deliver a message to report of how Paul is doing. He wanted them to know of his condition. He was holding himself accountable. Now, this was an important thing. This was very, very important that the churches knew what was going on in the life and ministry of Paul. Do you see it there in Ephesians chapter 6? He said in Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things. He was counting on Tychicus to tell it like it was. Don't go tell them what I want them to know. Tychicus was faithful to report. But there was another area, there was another responsibility there was another thing that the Apostle Paul was entrusting Tychicus with. Notice there in verse number 22, "...whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that ye might know our affairs." Again, I've, I've re reiterated, but it's important. So that, the, can you imagine being one of these churches holding the Apostle Paul accountable? Uh, well, I mean, Scripture applies for everybody, but that's what he was there. He, he was given the report, but notice this. Verse 22, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose that you might know our affairs and that he might comfort your hearts. The ministry of Paul was not always mountaintops. If you study the ministry of Paul, most of the time he communicated with the churches he started and the people he won to Christ. He did so writing out of prison. Now, would this bother you if the man who won you to Christ was being beaten and tortured in prison? Certainly it would. And the leadership that God has in our life, when the, when the leadership goes through a hard time, when the leadership, the leadership struggles, it bothers those that follow. And he was sending Tychicus to give an account, to report, but he was also sending him to comfort their hearts. You think Paul wished he could have gone to comfort their hearts? I think so. You think he would have preferred to give an account in person? I think so. If you study the ministry of Paul, I, this just the other day I read the book of Acts from, from first chapter to the last chapter, and you get that theme through there. And there are several times when Paul said, you know, let's go out of our way just to go back in the name places where the churches were started. It did something for him to go back and see those that had been won. 
But if I can't be there and give a report in the flesh, and if they are troubled, if they are hurting, if they are fearful because of what is happening to me, I better send somebody I can trust to give an accurate account, but at the same time, to comfort them. Because you don't want somebody to say, guess what, I'm here to give you an account of what's going on in the ministry of Paul. They beat him yesterday, he's in prison, they're talking about killing him. That's it, send more money, good to see you. You don't want that, or it's all over. Why aren't you praying more? No, you wanted somebody who would give an accurate assessment, but then comfort the people, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Now, this man that we don't know a lot about, because, quite frankly, we haven't taken the time to know a lot about him. He was of the caliber that the Apostle Paul, when he wanted to send somebody to be in his stead, he sent him. Now, with all of this as a background and a foundation tonight, I want to give you six characteristics I find in the life of Tychicus, and I, and I won't spend a lot of time on each one of them. I probably just... 15 minutes or so on each one of them tonight. Uh, but I'm going to give you six of them tonight, uh, qualities that we find. And then I think there's some qualities that you and I, some of you are scared, you think I'm, 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 I'm not joking. Um, anyway, uh, that we, we can apply to our life as we serve the Lord. First of all, I want us to see that, that he was a dear brother. He, he referred to him in verse 21 of Ephesians 6, and how I, how I do, Tishikus, a beloved brother and faithful minister. Uh, he was more than an associate. He was more than an acquaintance. He was a dear, intimate friend. He was close to the apostle Paul. Now, I've already alluded to it. This quality speaks of a man who had a good spirit and encouraged the heart of Paul. Paul was not going to keep anybody close to him who would discourage him. Paul was not going to keep anybody close to him who did not encourage him. Why? Because Paul had a calling. Paul was zealous. Paul had something he wanted to accomplish for the Lord. And those who were, who were the Lord placed around him would have to be of the same mindset. But Paul was human just like you and I are human. You know, if you're around negative people all the time, you're going to turn negative. If, if you're around discouraged people all the time, you're going to get discouraged. That's just the reality of it. Uh, by the way, as a Christian tonight, one of the ways that we can be a good friend is to be an encouraging friend. And if you're negative and everything is, there's some who think it's their ministry to walk around the work of God with a bucket of water. And anytime somebody gets excited about something, well, let me just tell you how the real world, the real world is. That wasn't Tychicus. He was a dear brother. Well, I can give testimony of, I have many friends and acquaintances, but there are those who you want around you in your dark times. You want around you in your difficult times. And by the way, it's when you work with the, together in the work of the Lord, that's when God will knit hearts. That's when God will make you close. It's when you go through. Sometimes you don't have a close friend until you go through a valley. You go through a battle. And then when you come out of it, you find 
that God gives you somebody to go through that with you, and then God knits your hearts together. You never thought it would be that person. But what God does is He puts you together because of what you go through. He was a dear brother. It's important for us to understand that the great apostle Paul, the great things that he did, he was able to accomplish, first of all, by the power of God, but second of all, by those who worked in the ministry with him. Those who co-labored with him. Now, bear in mind, everything that the Lord, as the pastor of the Emmanuel Baptist Church, that God allows me to do through His Spirit and His power, He gets the honor and the glory for it, but it doesn't happen unless there are those who are willing to gather around the, the man of God, gather around the pastor and say, let's do a work together. That's what knits the heart. You know why, you know why we have such a close-knit church? Because we work together. Because we, we, we fight battles together. That, that endears us to one another. He was a dear brother. Number two, he was a faithful servant. A faithful servant. Paul used adjectives frequently in his writing. Now, to say that he was a servant spoke well of him. That's a great title to carry. But he said of Tishikas, he's a faithful servant. How many of you are a Christian tonight? Isn't that wonderful to say you're a Christian? But are you a faithful Christian? I mean, all of us, I think all of us, I haven't looked very closely around the room, but I think all of us can say they have at least one friend. But are you a faithful friend? That's kind of an oxymoron, but because the friend is faithful. But he was a faithful servant. What was Paul saying? Paul was giving him the highest praise. And I, and I want to use this point in the life of Tishikas to remind all of us that you know what we're going to get judged by when we get to heaven? You're not going to be judged by your talent. You're going to be judged by how faithful you were with your talent. Well, I don't have any talent. Will you, will you be faithful with your lack of talent? You be faithful with what God's given you. Well, well, if I, it would too much of this. Well, if I had their opportunity, you're not faithful in your opportunity. Well, you be faithful. That is the standard. Faithfulness. Well done, thou good and talented servant. That's not in the Bible. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. The Apostle Paul is coming to the end of his life, and he mentions Tishikas. He said, he was faithful. I mean, I could depend on him. He was always going to be there. He was faithful to the Lord. He had the same goals. Why? Because he was faithful. Just be faithful. Let me tell you what the work of God needs is just faithful people. When life is good, be faithful. When life is not good, be faithful. When life is hard, be faithful. When life is easy, be faithful. On the mountaintop, be faithful. In the valley, be, be faithful. No matter what stage of life you're in, you can be faithful. That is what the work of God needs, is faithfulness. Well, I just don't have the talent. It's, be faithful. He was a faithful servant. A faithful, a faithful servant continues serving without interruption or distraction. 
You know, there's some serve for a season, and I'm thankful as a pastor for all those who serve for a season. I'd rather them serve for a season than not at all. But I'd rather them be faithful and serve longer than a season. That ought to be our standard, is just to be faithful. You, 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 let me mention this and I'll move to number three. You compare you to you. You become a more faithful version of you. Well, I can never be faithful like the Apostle Paul, but can you be more faithful than you currently are? We set the standard, we set the wrong standard. His standard is to be faithfulness. He acknowledges him as a faithful servant. Number three, he was a faithful minister. The previous quality shows a man who served others while this is quietly administering to the needs of others. There are some who are great servants and, say, and I can say, can you go take care of this for me? If you could go take care of this or, or something needed in the ministry, they're going to take care of that. But, but they have a tendency to overlook the needs of people. The work of God is not busy work. It's not work that we do just to fill the days that we have to live. It ought to be done because there are needs that need to be met. And Tychicus was a faithful minister to meet the needs of others. I've said this several times through, through this study, through the last several weeks. I'll say it again. Uh, we don't, there's no place in the work of God for just living for yourself. Oh, that's an empty life. Empty life. It's meeting the needs of others. Well, I tell you, as a pastor, that's, that's my number one goal is for your needs to be met. And it thrills my heart to have people in the work of God who are more concerned about meeting the needs of others than having all the things that they could have in this world. I, I would still, I'm glad I live in the United States of America. I'm glad there's the American dream. But I don't think it's right to put the American dream above my responsibility as a Christian to meet the needs of others. Did you know, just, I mean, do you know how good we have it in America? I mean, you, you really can do anything if you'll work, if you'll take advantage of the opportunity. But we ought to be faithful to minister to the needs of other people. Number four. See how fast we're moving tonight? He was a fellow servant. Tishikas served well with others who did not need the spotlight shining on him. I have worked with people who love to help but did not serve well with others. Pastor, I'll do whatever you want me to do. But you put them with somebody else, and you're like, oh my Lord, why did I do that? Because they can't, they, they can't serve well with others. He served well with other people. So what do you mean by that? He didn't need control. He didn't need attention. He didn't need to have the spotlight. Like, Paul, where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to, where, 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 where do you need me? We don't have to have the spotlight shining on us. Paul, you always make me carry the letter. Why don't I ever get the right one? 
Or how, how, come, how come Timothy? I mean, Timothy's the favorite. You say, oh, that's silly. Have you been to a Baptist church for any length of time? He was just happy to be part of the work. You know what that would do in your Christian life? You know what that would do in our churches? If God's people once again would just be happy to be saved, just be happy to be in the work of God. I walked into church and it didn't fall down on me. Look at me, I'm getting to serve God. I'm getting to have a part. God would use me to make a difference in the life of somebody else. You don't need, well, well, well when did, Pastor, I would, I've been doing this for years, and, and pastors never even noticed. Well, God has. God has. Now, maybe I should notice, but the fact of the matter is, you're not doing it for me. You're doing it for the Lord. And Tishikas was the kind that just said, well, there's something I'm going to do. I'm going to go do it. He didn't send him well right for everybody to pat him on the back or give him a certificate or give him a shout out on social media. He just did the work of God. Number five, Tychicus was a trusted companion. It's a, you study the, and we'll not take time to look at, look at all this study tonight, but you study the book of Philemon, you'll find the story of a former slave, Onesimus, who Paul won to Christ. And he sends him back to his master. And he sent the letter to Philemon to ask him to receive Onesimus and how he's a new convert. And would you like to know? Now we've already seen, in, even in past weeks, the value of a new convert. The value of a babe in Christ, someone who is new in the faith. And how to the Apostle Paul and to Barnabas and others, how... They weren't just one and left. There was cons- they wanted to see them grow. And Paul trusted this new convert, Onesimus. Would you like to know who he trusted him with? Tishikus. I've got an important task I want you to do. I want you to take Onesimus, who was a runaway slave. But Paul had a concern for his soul. He was converted, and Paul wanted a restoration, and he entrusted him to Tychicus. You know what the work of God needs? The work of God needs more people who can be trusted with the life of another. He was a trusted companion. Just because I can't go. If I could, I would. But I'm going to send him with you so you can see that he gets to where he needs to be. Well, it's, a, it's an amazing story to think of. 
You know, all of us are looking, I hope all of us are looking to do something in the work of God. I hope you're looking for that. But I hope you're also the kind of Christian who would say, you know, wherever I'm needed, that's what I'll be glad to do. Wherever you need me, that's, that's what I'll, I'll, be, I'll be faithful to do. Just, if you need somebody to trust with me, and as a pastor, I, I, I want to be able to trust people with responsibility. And say, what can I do, pastor? Be, be a trusted servant. Where if there's something that you can do, if there's someone that you can help, if there's something that you can be to somebody else, just be faithful to do it. Then we see number six. Tychicus was a selfless servant. I didn't say selfish. I said selfless. Let me illustrate this point. Two times we find Tychicus was sent by Paul to locations so that someone could, could come see, visit Paul. In Titus chapter number 3, in verse number 12, Paul sent him to Crete so that Titus could visit Paul. Titus is, was an important man. He was a man who had important ministry. Not a whole lot is known about Titus. But Paul had a great influence on the life and ministry of Titus. And when Paul could not get to Titus, and, his, and, and Paul sent Tychicus to Crete so that Titus could come visit Paul. In 2 Timothy 4.12, our text tonight, Paul sent him to Ephesus so that Tim, Timothy could visit Paul. What an amazing man this Tychicus must have been. He was willing to travel and take on the responsibility of others so, they both, so both they and Paul could be blessed. Can you imagine what it would have been like to be Tychicus and travel with the Apostle Paul? Well, certainly there was adversity, and God's work always faces adversity. I, I don't know, I just think of it this way. I, I would have loved to hear the Apostle Paul pray. Well, I can think back to times as a young man and hearing the great giants of the past have a word of prayer with me and pray over my life and pray over my ministry. Could you imagine the, being in a prayer meeting with the Apostle Paul? Could you imagine seeing the Spirit of God move in the hearts of men as He spoke and as He preached? I don't know about you, but I would, I would get used to that. I would, I would look forward to each day. I would look forward to see what the Lord brought, aco brought across our path. But then Paul says, the work, I need you to do something for me. I need Titus to come from Crete and see me. And again, Paul thinks of the work. He doesn't put his desires or his needs or even Titus's needs above the work. Would you go and take his responsibility so he can come to me? And Tychicus leaves and takes the responsibility of another man on him so that Titus can be blessed. So that Paul can be blessed by Titus coming. Understand the context that Paul is writing in 2 Timothy 4, and he says, Timothy, come so that you can come. I'm sending Tychicus to you. And again, Tychicus takes on himself the work, the, the, the needs of God's people, so that Timothy can come and be with Paul in his last days. Think about this. 
If Tychicus was with Paul in the ups and the downs, if Tychicus traveled with him through all of these different cities, if Tychicus saw the work of God, their hearts were knit. I think it would be safe to say the Apostle Paul loved Tychicus as a brother. It would be safe to say that Tychicus loved the Apostle Paul like a brother. Would not Tychicus would have, would have, would have liked to be with Paul in his remaining days? If he's going to say goodbye to his co-laborer, goodbye to his mentor, goodbye to the apostle and the work, if this chapter is going to end, don't you think Tychicus would have liked to have been there with him from a selfish standpoint? But Paul said, I need Timothy with me. A lot of Christians would have got offended by that and they would have quit. They would have left with a bitter spirit. Always Timothy, always Timothy. We, we chuckle at that a little bit, but sadly it's true. We think about what would we like to have. Pastor, I want to help in the ministry as long as it's what I want to do. I want to help. Hey, Pastor, I've been praying about it and the Lord wants me to do this. That's interesting because I've been praying about it. and He told me not to let you do that. But it's what I've always wanted to do. It's what I think I ought to do. Tishikas said, Paul, where do you need me? Paul, what do you want? And Paul needed the very letter that we read this account by the hand of Tishikas. He needed the letter to get to Timothy. He needed Timothy to be able to come to him. We're going to look at Timothy later in this series. But he says, bring my parchments, bring my books. Bring these things to me. He wanted to see his, young, his son in the faith. And Tychicus was a selfless servant and said, I'll go. Paul is coming to the end, and he knew the importance of getting the message. So he chooses his faithful messenger. I wonder if in the mind of Tychicus he thought this, or maybe he even expressed it. Paul's got a lot he's thinking about. He's got a lot on him right now. Well, here's one thing he doesn't have to worry about. Here's one thing, Paul, you can take off your mind. Tishikas had proven himself, and I believe when the Apostle Paul said, would you go and send Timothy? I do believe the Apostle Paul may have sighed a sigh of relief. Okay, I know Timothy's going to come now. Friend, you don't realize how important you are and can be in the work of God. If you have a task that you can do for God, or if there's something you can do for God, be selfless. Well, well no, nobody may know that I did it. 
That's okay. Because God knows. Tychicus would have never had a big social media following. Tychicus would have never signed a lot of Bibles. But we find the great apostle Paul, when he comes to the end of his life, and I need Timothy. But Timothy's burdened with the work, and Timothy's got responsibilities. But I can send Tychicus. And I know it'll be done. I can tell you as a pastor, I know, I have. I have men around me like that. I can sleep good at night when I say, can you do that for me? As our ministry grows and God expands our ministries and there's places of leadership, whether it's paid staff or whether it's not, whether it's a Sunday school class or whatever, there's going to be, there, there are opportunities now. You know what our ministry needs is people say, I'll do it. Don't worry about it, pastors, none. Don't worry about it. Uh, he was a selfless servant. I'll close with this. There's several other things I could say, but I'll close like this. Paul did not take him for granted. He spoke glowingly of him. Listen to these two statements. The greatest tribute to Tychicus, though, was not what Paul said about him, but how Paul trusted him. That was the greatest testimony of his life. It wasn't what Paul said about him, but it's how Paul trusted him. You know, truth of the matter is, we need more Tychicus. Ministries cannot prosper without them. The fascinating thing, and the Lord directed me to this study. If you remember, we went through the book of Acts a couple years ago, Sunday morning, Sunday night, all the, for an entire year. It was fascinating to me. I guess this just never jumped out to me when, when, when going through that was all the names that are so easy to, to read over that when Paul got to his city, they surrounded the apostle Paul and helped him in ministry. We've looked at some again tonight that traveled with the apostle Paul. Everybody knows who the apostle Paul is. There are those who name their children after the apostle Paul. Not Tychicus. Aren't you thankful? <laughs> but there wouldn't be an Apostle Paul. Yes, but by the grace of God. But there wouldn't be an Apostle Paul. There wasn't those companions that God put around him. Let's just make up our mind to be faithful. Be Faithful, the faithful messenger. Tychicus, when Paul needed somebody, says, I can send Tychicus, it's done. It's done. He that is faithful in that which is least. There's some that you would like, and I'm glad you have a desire to do more for the Lord. But you've got to be faithful in what you have. You've got to be faithful in what you're doing. We train couples for the ministry here. If you can't be trusted with a third grade Sunday school class, God's not going to trust you with the church. 
If you can't balance your own checkbook, he's not going to trust you with the finances of a ministry. If you can't keep yourself in order, he's not going to add a family to you. Let's just be faithful. And God, you can count on me. Pastor, you can count on me. Let me say it like this. The work can count on me. The ministry can count on me. Because when we stand before the Lord one day, we're going to be acknowledged for our faithfulness. Not, yes, we have a responsibility to our talent, but it's that we're we faithful with the talent that we have. Yes, we're responsible for the opportunity we had. And if you're part of the Emmanuel Baptist Church, you have great opportunity, greater than some others do. You, you're going to be judged by how faithful were you with that opportunity. That's the standard. Let's be a faithful messenger like Tishikas. Father, help us tonight.